Welcome back, boys and girls, to week four of Pick Your Poison podcast. Week four of the SEC slate. And boy, Puma Profiteer, I'll tell you what, I'd be absolutely fired up coming off another hot week last week, 7-4 here for Rebs Bagman. But it's COVID and everything's gone to shit. Yeah, uh, with COVID, uh, we're taking the episode this week. We're shortening it. We're going on strike. Myself, this will be the last thing I say before picks. I went four and six last week. Not the best. The Hogs getting screwed over last second by SEC officiating is hilarious, even though I lost money on it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I, I was actually going into the Rebs game. I missed that whole like scenario with the backwards pass, fumble thing. Auburn gets lucky like this all the time where they have some crazy thing at the end of the game fall in their favor to win. It's not going to matter as much this season because they're not very good. But still, Auburn is somehow always the luckiest. They don't need to fire Gus because he's like the luckiest head coach of all time, apparently. But last week was uh, a good week for me. I was 7-4, to four, like I said. Had a two-unit winner on Kentucky. We said he would, they would kill Mississippi State, absolutely murder him. Mississippi State didn't even score on offense. The under hit as well. So that was a very, a very nice ending to the night. Ole Miss game versus Alabama. Electric game. Back and forth. Lane Kiffin, like we said, the best offensive mind in college football. Went toe-to-toe with Nick Saban on his year one at Ole Miss. So big things ahead for Lane Kiffin and Oxford. It was, a, it was a fun game, even better game this week, though, with Georgia and Alabama to finish off the SEC slate. But like Pullman said, we're on strike. COVID's bullshit. The fact that, you know, games are getting canceled. I, I saw the Big 12 only has one game scheduled this week. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's getting us a little pissed off, but we're going to take it out on the bookies and not take it out on you listeners. So we're going to hop right into our picks this week. Number one game of the week, leading off the slate, Auburn at South Carolina. The Tigers, a road favorite here of three and a half, traveling into williams Bryce and Bar-Lumbia. Over-under set at 51 and a half here, Pullman. What do you think? Yeah, nothing about this South Carolina team intimidates me one bit. Auburn, they should honestly roll out of bed and beat this South Carolina team by three and a half. So I'm taking Auburn. Uh, I think South Carolina beat a super depleted Vanderbilt team last week. Yeah, they had COVID issues last week. And, honest, really knew about. and honestly, Will Muschamp might be enjoying his... Uh, lone win of the season because I think he might get the ax some point during the season. I didn't think it was possible, but old boom might be out of it. Out of the yeah. Game. On the podcast last week, I said he had given up that he was trying to get fired. I had to switch my pick on game day. Once I realized that Vanderbilt was playing with half a roster, basically. So I still won that bet, but well, nice. we, well, Vandy's always playing with half a roster. That's true. He's, he's got 40 scholarship players to work with, but yeah, boom is, I agree. Boom is on the outs here. He might be, you know, it's his be- wife might divorce him. Oh, well, I mean, she's not satisfied, that's for sure. But no, uh, just as much as his fans probably aren't. But half the, you know, SEC, I don't think very many coaches are going to get fired. I think this is going to be a throwaway year. Boom might be at the end of his lease, though. I think he's run his time up at, at South Carolina, and he's going to be back to where he belongs as an SEC defensive coordinator next year. However, I I'm, I like that pick. I'm going to be on the over here. This is the only over I like this week. Neither one of these defense really scare me. We saw Felipe Franks put up 28 or 30-something points last week against Auburn in the mud, in the slop. Uh, South Carolina. In the, in the mood. South Carolina's defense isn't very inspiring. I like a lot of points here. It's only at 51.5. The overs last week in the SEC went 6-1. and one. There was only one game that went under, the Kentucky game. So I, I think they're going to level, level out back here, but this is the only over I'm going to take. Give me over in that early game in Williams-Brice, in Barlumbia. Pullman, what's our next game? Next game, 11 o'clock still. Uh, Kentucky travels to UT uh, to play at 11 o'clock. The Vols, six-point favorite. 
you got the over-under? Over-under of 45 and a half. Low total here. Well, you said it, so what you got? Yeah, so I am I will be taking the under in the rest of the games. There's only, I think, five. Well, not the Ole Miss game. Never take an under in Ole Miss game ever again. But the other three games, I'm going to take the unders in, so I'm not even going to address that. It's going to be a bounce-back week for the unders. So I'll be giving my ATS picks the rest of the way. I figured out, I think I hadn't been able to grasp, get a hold of how to bet a Tennessee game in a year and a half I've been wrong basically I think I've finally come to a way to bet Tennessee are they playing a better team or not well yeah that's a good point but I think Kentucky I think it's whenever I see the line so last week when I saw that line I was like ooh that's a lot of points Georgia hadn't really impressed me too much Tennessee I think they'd be able to keep it kind of close and make this you know you know a 10 point game I might take it but I like Tennessee at the beginning of the week still took Georgia reversed my bet Flipping back and forth. I call Tennessee my Ray Allen team. Whatever I initially see, I'm going to take the opposite. So I'm on the balls here. I saw this line come out. Kentucky had a good bounce back week against State. Defense looked solid. Only kept get, getting, catching six here. Almost a touchdown. I liked those points. So I like it too much. I'm going to take the balls. Every time, whatever my initial read on the Tennessee game is, I'm going to flip it. Give me the balls. Lay in the six at home in a bounce back. I know they got beat up last week against Georgia. Bounce back here, Pullman. Yeah, I like UK. I think the Cats are fighting their footing. I think they got a pretty solid squad. I think them and UT are actually like pretty much a dead heat on yeah. talent of a team, which is where I really like the quarterback play for UK better. Uh, Garantano just hold. I've said it a billion times. He holds the ball way too long. It's infuriating to watch. There's a reason he gives up like three strip fumbles a game. He deer in the headlights. He will not be starting in Power Five school next year. Give me the cats. Yeah, um, I thought this should be like a three-point spread. I gotta say this too. Jeremy Pruitt had to tuck his little tail and run back to Knoxville after getting his ass kicked mm-hmm. in Georgia. Vols fans, you might get you might get uh, kicked in the dick again today. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. I could. I, when I first saw this, I said this should be like a three-point spread just because Tennessee's at home. I, I don't know what that's worth these days, but I thought this was a pretty evenly matched game. I think it's going to be very. So that's why I said screw it. I'm going to take the Vols because I cannot physically get a read on them at any moment in time. So I'm just going to fade what my initial thoughts are with the Vols. I know there's not a hurricane this week, but I feel like a hurricane's going to hit that game. I mean, yeah. There's just going to some, some weird, like, Kentucky, Eastern Tennessee, the mountains. There's going to be some some precipitation form, and it's going to drop, like, 30 degrees. It's going to be like a snowball somehow. It's, there's going to be fog over the field, I'm calling it now. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to be able to – you're not going to be able to see 10 yards down the field. Next game, uh, Rebs, oh. 2.30. Traveling to Arkansas, we don't know if it's in Fayetteville or uh, Little Rock, but yeah, no one knows. ever does. Uh, Ole Miss actually a two point or what? Excuse me, one and a half point road dog, depending where you're seeing it. Road favorite. Road favorite. Excuse me. Uh, over under set to seventy five. Huge over under here. Um, yeah, I so it opened at four here. Rebs minus four. Yesterday it got announced. Uh, Lane Kiffin said in his press conference that Ole Miss is dealing with some COVID issues. I don't buy it. I think he's trying to freak out his opponent a little bit, try to make them have to prepare for multiple things. I'll take the Rebs, only getting, only having to lay a point and a half now that it's come down a little bit since that's been announced. It's basically a pick It's going to be a high-scoring game. Who the hell knows? But give me the Rebs. I trust the Rebs' offense more than I trust Felipe Franks and the Arkansas offense. Both teams will be able to score. It's going to come down to who can get a stop in the fourth quarter. I don't know if the Rebs' defense can get a stop, but I do not think that Arkansas's defense can stop Matt Corral in this Ole Miss offense that's legitimately one of the best in the country. Woo! Pig! Suey! Raise a back! I'm taking the Hogs all day. 
Honestly, I think I control the outcome of Ole Miss games because every game I picked against a spread correctly. And honestly, I'm rooting for Arkansas <laughs> this Saturday. I'm a hog, baby. But say, are Coon, you if you're get, listening, get me a shirt. I'm wearing it Saturday. Are you gonna Are you gonna get like a Matt Jones Arkansas jersey, like a Darren McFadden? Yeah, and it'll be like the jersey? SEC shorts. I'll be looking for a Darren McFadden uh, Arkansas jersey You've on come Saturday. Come real far from, from. I have done a 540. Yes. I have complete circle and then back to a 180, back to the point. Of hating Sam Pittman in Arkansas. I honestly I might take some online classes in Arkansas. You've perthed yourself. You've gone to the furthest point from where you are. You've gone to Perth with Arkansas. I mean, it was not that long ago that you literally couldn't even speak the words Felipe Franks, let alone Ben on it. I'm a ride or die. But now you're throwing money line bets around left and right. You're throwing cash. You're getting money plus five hundred money lines. You're taking over. I don't know what's going on here with Arkansas with you in Arkansas, but maybe you just need to maybe it's uh maybe you need to move over to West Memphis and go to, just live in Southland. You live in Arkansas, and you can live at the casino in West Memphis. Look, don't tip me with a good time. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a fun game, I think. Uh, I don't know. An over-under of Ole Miss and Arkansas at 75 points is absolutely insane. But that's It's going to be drunker season. than us, yes. What, like... I don't know what's going on. Like, our overs, our SEC team's just not playing good defense? Or, like, are we just... Because the NFL's kind of doing the same thing. I it? think not being able to practice hurt the defense way more than the offense, which is the complete opposite of what I thought going into the year. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, like usually the defenses are more ahead, ahead of the offenses because the offense got to kind of get in a rhythm and get in sync, and the defenses can kind of just fall back on talent and what they're always been known to do. But, yeah, I guess defenses probably weren't even allowed to start tackling until, like, two weeks before the well, season. If you're playing front seven on defense, you're doing, like, one of three But things, we're in so week four easier. now, so I'm I'm planning on some more unders hitting. I'm, I'm expecting some more unders, so maybe not in this game. I don't know. If you bet an almost under right now, you know, God bless you. You're in for some punishment, even if it is at 75. You're a masochist if you're yeah. doing that. So getting into a couple of our late games, Saturday at 3 o'clock on ESPN, A&M at Mississippi State. A&M opened, got up to 6.5, I saw. It's down to 5 as A&M is a road favorite here, over under of 54.5. Pullman, what do you think? Yeah, I have absolutely no clue on this game, mm. which is why I'm taking Mike Leach. And the dogs. This is games he wins, baby. Games he shouldn't win. Yep. Give me the five points at home. I think he figures out the offense. I hope he puts in a different quarterback. We'll see which one of four on the roster he does. None but, of them are good. Uh, hey, at the end of the day, I'm betting on the coach, not the team. Yeah, so th- this reminds me of last week when I stayed away from that Florida. Florida looked too easy of a bet, like that six and a half. Florida going to A&M, who looked like a, a dead dog, a wounded, a wounded dog. They ended up coming back. It was too wonky of a line. They ended up winning that game. I think this is right in that wheelhouse, but I'm firing with A&M again. I think they found something last week. I think they came together as a team. I think Jimbo, like he got like a shot of penicillin or something. He looks rejuvenated on the sideline. I think he got a, a nice clean shave. A nice Penicillin nice, at his age might kill him. Though. Whatever. He got something, some type of shot. Who knows what Jimbo does. with? He, yeah. he probably took literally a shot of like whiskey. Well, A&M honestly. probably actually knows shot. where the fountain of youth is. So. <laughs> yeah. But no, he looked like he got a nice lineup there on the sideline. Like He was looking spry. He was looking good. The team was also look good, feel good, play hey, good. we got to talk about this. This game is going to be a little wonky. Two Colts going against each that other. That is true. Two maroon Colts. Two, yeah. These Adida are, maroon Colts. They're, they're they're very both ag schools. Mississippi State and A and M. Has anyone seen them in the same room together? They're the Spider Man meme pointing back and forth at each other. I, I would bet on Mississippi State. Maybe like forget that their team only scored two points, zero offensive points. If Mike Leach just wouldn't have thrown his whole team under the bus in the post game press conference saying he needs to purge the locker room of naysayers. They're, he's going to have a mutiny on his hands, the Pirate is, 
by the end of the season. I, I think can't... he's been dealing with a mutiny his entire life, and I think no man could thrive in mutiny more than Mike Leach. <laughs> that, you might be true. I might be falling right into the trap, right into the right into his pirate sword. But I'm fall, I'm falling into it head over heels. I like a And M. It's only five points after what I've seen from Mississippi State this year. They have not looked good the past two weeks. They are completely abysmal on offense. That. That offense has been figured out hand over fist. I can't physically bet on Mississippi State right now. They they have zero inspiration to me. So I'll lay the five here with AM on the road. Uh, last game, CBS, Georgia at Alabama. Alabama, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Nick Saban, we don't know if he's going to coach yet or not. Um, he has to clear a couple tests. No uh, way he coaches unless he, like, legit comes back, like, three negatives in a row or something. Under 56, shout-out Clabs. You got a play here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got actually a couple plays here. Like I said, I love the under in this game. If you, like, close your eyes and picture the fourth quarter in a, in a Bama-Georgia game. This game's game. going to bore the hell out of yeah, everyone. You're going to look up in the fourth quarter, and you're going to say, oh, it's Bama, it's Georgia, it's 13-16, to 16, and what was I thinking taking it over here? Of course, this game's going to be low scoring. Both these coaches know each other too well. I know Bama put up a million points. That offense is pretty dynamic, but... Georgia is going to run slow pace. They are methodical. Stetson Bennett the fourth. Is that the most Georgia quarterback name you could ever like come up with in a lab? Stetson Bennett the fourth. Uh, like throw like real foot in there somewhere, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they're slow pace. I don't trust him. He's not an explosive guy. I can't name another player on Georgia's team. Now I think about it. Can you? Oh oh, get there. Yes. Pullman's, um, Pullman's in the middle of a Braves a Braves Dodgers game five right here. Kershaw on the mound. Yeah, uh, so actually, don't, don't don't mind his ac- actually. Uh, TBS was the only thing we got in TV on uh, our television in Pullman, Washington, growing <laughs> up. So that's the reason I'm a diehard fan. No, Cunha's hurt. Kill me right now. Um, yeah, I'm taking the dogs here. I think I've seen a stat where Nick Saban in his last seven games where he's less than a touchdown favorite uh, against the spread, he's like one in six. I don't think Alabama really performs against top talent anymore. They really don't impress me unless they're playing a team that they're better than. I'm taking Georgia. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I think everyone will probably get too drunk during this game, honestly, mm-hmm, and we'll quit paying attention. 7 o'clock on CBS. Shout for out sure. me last week. But, yeah, give me the dogs. Yeah, I actually like this pick. I'm going to go with the dogs, too. I think they win outright in Tuscaloosa. If this is a normal game, a normal Bama night game with the crowd and everything, I'd lay the points here. But Georgia's defense is so rock solid. I think Bama's offense is going to come off a game where they could do whatever the hell they wanted against the Ole Miss defense and get punched in the mouth here. I might take Bama, honestly. I might take Bama first half and then take Georgia full game. I think Bama might come out. You saw what Georgia did last week in the first half against Tennessee, losing at halftime. That that defense kind of strangles them, gets a, like a little, uh, uh, what's the snake, the bow constrictors them. And I don't know, I think they come out with a win in Tuscaloosa in front of, I don't know, like 15,000 fans in Tuscaloosa and Brian Denny. Yeah, totally. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm a good, I'm a, I'm a fan of a good time. Throw Bama first half on my card, too. Yeah, that, I mean, that's an electric play. Bama first half, Georgia money line. Hey, I game. did say last week that would be the one week the rest of the year I wouldn't take Bama first half against Ole Miss, and I was right. Yep. So, brilliant. Ride or die. Brilliant. And hey, it worked out well. Ole Miss was tied at half. But yeah, Bama so, needs to be. Can you chill out? No. Jesus, gosh. One to one in the bottom of the sixth here. Y'all can uh, tweet at, at Pullman Profiteer that the Braves eventually lose this game, I hope. Did you just try and dox me? <laughs> I almost did. I'll, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that ends up on the airwaves. But that's it for this week, boys and girls. Bama UGA, big game. The only the only two ranked teams going against each other this week. Terrible slate overall. But that doesn't stop us from giving you winners left and right. We'll be back next week with hopefully a better slate, hopefully more SEC games on the docket, and hopefully no more COVID because it's not real. Braves in five.